Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That was amazing. It was so good to chat with those fan favorites and hear from executive producer Norman Buckley. Up next, we're getting into the juicy stuff. We have Heather Headley, Dion Johnston, Michael Schenefelt, and Harlan Drum. What's going on, you guys? Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Thank hey, you. Thanks for so having us. Yes. We're so glad to have you. So I want to start, and we'll start with you, Heather. I want to ask you guys, did you expect to be number one on Netflix, and how does it feel? You know, um, I, I told my husband this this morning, that I was like, I guess I didn't expect it. I guess I, I expected, you know, the show to come out and, every, and people to like it, you know, my mom to tell all her friends, and it would be okay, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we saw it, like it, it went to five and I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then two, and I took a picture. I was like, okay, this is a great. And then this morning I put my tablet on and I was like, what? And so um, I just have to say, I am um, very humbled. I'm verklempt, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh, Siri, Siri's talking to me for some reason. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm humbled. I am way, um, you're just overwhelmed by it and overwhelmed by America and the world, you know, like the people who want this kind of story. You know, I just thought, I was like, oh, you know, the stories are different on Netflix and things are different. People need this and that. And I'm just, I just feel this, it's beautiful that people just want to see something about lives and, and friendship and loyalty and, and, you know, Kid, the problems we have in the world and so yeah I um I guess I didn't expect it and then I didn't expect it to be this quick you know what I mean like it was just like it was overnight and people I, and like it's so I am I am I'm very much overwhelmed and so gracious and and don't know what to do with myself my kids my kids even my son my son was like mom we're number one because he did a little extra oh, we're number one. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then he, then they moved on, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. Harlan, what did you think? I, same thing. I was very, very overwhelmed by it. It's, it's obviously the coolest thing ever. You know, I've been watching Netflix for a long time now and, and you just never expect it, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that, that people enjoy it as much as everyone enjoyed working on it. And uh, the characters mean a lot to us. It's the same way that they're meaning a lot to other people so it's really cool I'm, I'm very happy about it congratulations I'm so glad Michael how did you feel about being number one and waking up to that news this morning well it had Heather Headley in it from the start so I don't know why this is a huge surprise to everyone. Um, but I've actually this is called team Ryan team Ryan Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the only one still there Dion, you're next you're gonna come come better come good <laughs> But I've uh, my uh, my like tight knit group of of friends who we all we don't have sports to watch. The thing we're doing is we're uh, sort of getting uh, 
following shows together and watching a lot of movies and we get into these like very, very heated debates about film. And there was one particular film that I saw a week and a half ago that I just loved. And uh, the bet that we had going was that we were going to have a themed party of this film if our if Sweet Magnolias got to number one on the charts and we did it. So the phone has been going crazy. And, and as soon as <laughs> the world opens back up in a safe way, um, there's going to be a lot of celebrating going on. So I love that. We are here for the party. Uh, Chef Eric, Mr. Dion, what did you think <laughs> about being number one? <laughs> oh, just just blown away. It's uh, it's an incredible feeling. I mean, we're, we're here and, and well, I mean, I, I love number one is, is, is Heather Headley's face right on there. You know? Isn't that more beautiful than that? But what equally blows me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mind is I gotta is, take a is call. <laughs> is the the binge factor that's been blowing my mind as well too? Is, is how many people are saying I started I started play and 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 I'm already done and I I can't believe this. Where did where did, where did the time go? This is phenomenal. I've I've never I've never been a part of a, a of a wave like that. And I know certainly when we we shot it, I I really hoped it would it would find and, and reach its audience because I thought we were creating something very special. But to to see the effect that that it's having on people right now is is uh, is, is deeply deeply humbling and uh, and beautiful, yeah. Yes, I love that you brought that up—the bingeable Netflix factor. Because I know a lot of you guys have been on a lot of different shows and movies and films. Um, maybe Harlan, I'll ask you: What did you think felt different about having it be bingeable as opposed to having to wait a whole week for another episode to come out? I think that this phenomenon of been of binge watching is so amazing because it, it gets people really, really connected to the show because I mean, people spend all day watching it and, and you can kind of watch it at your own pace at whatever time you want. And I, I mean, it's it's insane. It, it's so cool how everyone's getting to see all the episodes all at once. and You don't have to wait. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a really cool way to watch a show, especially this show. It's, it's so like you just want to keep seeing more of it the more it goes mm -hmm. on. And you know, it, it, it's it's really cool. Yes, absolutely. This has been a great ride. Tammy, what are your some of your thoughts and, and questions that you have? So I know when we had Cheryl J. Anderson and Norman Buckley on the pre-show a while ago, um, Cheryl said something really profound. She said it took a community to tell a story about community and social media. We, we've taken some of the tweets from the fans and this one, Cassie at Cassie 04212 says, love, love this show. I sat down and binge watched the entire season. I'm ready for season two. I love the fact that all three of the main characters were allowed to shine. I love the friendship the sense of community. Thank you so much for such a beautiful show. And it really just led us to think, when you talk about that sense of community, what part do you think that played in making the show number one on Netflix? 
Um, well, <laughs> yeah, let's start with you, yeah. <laughs> Well, I would say, you know, that uh, I'm loving the fact that it shone, it, it, it has shined through the television and through the camera and to the people watching it. Because I do feel that we had a sense of community on the set. We had a very um, familial sense. You know, we all kind of came in and, and, you know, talked together and, and we didn't, um, let's say, hang out after, but there was always a sense of kind of community. We were in this little serenity, you know, and, and Norman and Cheryl always promoted that. So I love the fact that it's, it has reached through cameras and reach through televisions and into hearts. Um, and I do feel that we're part of a world right now where uh, we long for community again. And we remember what community is and how much we love it, you know? Uh, and so I, I, um, I'm grateful that people see that and, and that we remember. I think some of us live in big cities and um, sometimes you, you forget about that small town community where Everybody knows your name and everybody knows your, your problems and they know your business, <laughs> but, but they also can lend you a cup of sugar and they also come to your aid when you need things, you know what I mean? And, and um, we, we long, we long for that. So I am really grateful that it, it reached its hands, you know, what was going on on the set, reached its hands through the cameras and, and to everybody that's watching it now. Yes, let's talk about things seeping through the set and kind neighbors bringing stuff over, such as some cinnamon ice cream. <laughs> we have Helen, Eric, and Ryan with us here. So you guys tell us a little bit about your interaction. And Heather, did you have chemistry naturally with one or the other more or Ryan? Ooh. <laughs> I you mean, place, you placed me in a very precarious, yeah. very precarious. I'm taking precarious. notes here. I'm taking notes. Yeah. You're right. Very precarious situation. All I want to do is talk to Harlan because I don't want to be with him. This would have been a much better Real Housewives of Serenity if he could fight it out. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know, no, um, everybody, these two gentlemen um, are great actors, right? But beyond that, they are good men and um, gentle men. And so, and then <laughs> they're, they're good looking men. And so they, they, came, they came to the set with all of that power and all of that majesty of, of being, you know, these men, but were also gentlemen and, and gave both our relationships on screen time to flourish. And I like that. I don't, I, I'm like, let's, let's find the relationship. And I think I, when I look back on it now, I can see the relationships grow, you know, um, mm -hmm. even, even like the little things between Eric and Helen, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could see it, you know, grow through the time together. And of course, my relationship, Helen's relationship with Ryan is different because they've had, but you know, he comes back as well. So they, they were, the guys were great. And I, um, I had a great time working with both on, you know, it's, it's two different relationships, different levels. So it was great. And, and, you know, look, happily married, happily in love with, with girlfriend, you know, happily married. So, so, um, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good. I, there, there's, 
there was the chemistry between the, you know, the characters. But then we'd all, we'd sit down and be like, so when are you getting married? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with you? How's your wife? How's your husband? How's your <laughs> <laughs> that was the kind of familiar, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. family mm-hmm. thing that was happening that you're kind of like, oh, we're in love, Helen and Ryan, but how's your girlfriend going? <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask before, I'll ask the three of you, of course, the obvious question, but I want to ask Harlan from not being involved in this little love triangle, are you team Eric or team Ryan? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Brutal. Brutal. Mm. <laughs> I know. Like, like, I'm the only smokes. person on earth. Ryan know, broke like, our heart. Of Ryan. <laughs> like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, it's, it's, I think Eric, I don't know. But <laughs> it's because every time I, I, there's a scene between the two of them, they're all such incredible actors. It's obvious, but they, they have such great chemistry. And every time I watch, you know, them in scenes, I, I'm like, well, it, I could be changing my mind. But long story short, probably Eric, though. Probably Eric. <laughs> can, I, yeah. can, can, Please, can I have yeah. the, the conch shell <laughs> yeah. and speak yeah. for a little bit? Speaking See, <laughs> it's been a bitter, bittersweet week because even my mother, my <laughs> aforementioned, my aforementioned sweetheart and <laughs> yours truly are team Dion more than anything. <laughs> I think I think I only got to share I think I only got to share one day on set with him, but he yeah, just exudes yeah. confidence, intelligence, and charm. And I was like, well, I mean, if I were a girl or a guy or anyone, like this is my guy right here. <laughs> I just vice I, versa. I, and I, I tried to look at tweets to see if there were any team Ryan tweets and uh <laughs> couldn't find I'm- any. I'm still kind of there. I'm like holding on by a very thin thread. So. Right, come on. <laughs> what about DMs? Any DMs? Any team? Team Ryan? Team Eric? DMs? You know, you know what's wild for for me in in this is is we only shot that one day together, which yeah. uh, was the, the the opening of the of the spa. And and pretty much our characters' lives are, are separate from each other. So we would be in on, on different days and maybe see each other in, in, in passing. And as an actor, that's that's a fun dynamic to 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 play. Um, but sitting and watching the show and seeing all of the scenes that 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 uh, Helen and Ryan have together, it's just like a an arrow in the heart. It's so it's so hard to <laughs> because you know, I'm I'm rooting for for uh, for Eric, of course. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was fun that, that that one day that that one moment of of seeing the two of you together and, and going I can't fight history, and and you know as a character if this is the way that is that is meant to to go all right but you know what I think game on, game on. <laughs> you know, I had a moment of that little twinkle of okay okay I see I see what she likes. Real recognize real. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's, uh, I think it's going to be it'll, it'll be interesting in the hopefully next season mm-hmm. to see how that goes on because you know I, I think I think Dion says it well history is a very powerful thing mm-hmm. and um I know as women ladies we can we can kind of attest to this sometimes that when you have created a scenario when you've created a story in your mind about this person you know what I mean and as women we do that very quickly 
We find him and we're like, I have, the, I see the dress. I see our children. I see your nose on the children. I see when we die. You know what I mean? You're going to be over my casket. We're going to live. And then when you have a breakup, I think sometimes it's so difficult to rewrite that story because the entire story that I've plotted had this person in it, you know? And so I think, um, Eric and his pot pie are going to be fighting against this history between these two people. I mean, that's the scary part is that Ryan does, you know, they do this. He, he, he comes back in and she, that's her weakness. That's her kryptonite every now and then. So, so it'll be interesting to see how, how this all plays out. You know what I mean? And, um, and if she's maybe she's got some other friend, you know, deep down in in Georgia, then she. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be. I'm I'm excited because you know we don't even know, right, guys? Like we just get the script and we're just kind of right. like, oh, that's how it's gonna go. So um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. Maybe we got to take Coach Cal from Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Or Ronnie, but you know, get some Ronnie. Yeah. Eric, <laughs> it's 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 the it's the pot pie, it's the cinnamon ice cream, yeah. it's the brownies, yeah. it's the, he can fish, it's right. that he can mm-hmm. um, runs. He, but, meditate. But the obstacle, the, the the obstacle that I think one one of the things that that I'm interested to see how this works out is is his PTSD, mm. is his trauma from oh. from his past marriage. Oh. And and how 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 much has he reconciled that in himself? Because it feels like he's just at the beginning of the of the journey of of, of healing that wound. Yeah. So how how can you be available? Because I mean, there's no doubt that that uh, that he's really into into Helen. But how can you be available to be in a relationship if if that's not healed? You know. Yeah. And that's so, that's that's going to be um, an interesting sort of butting up against Ryan's issues. You know, he's doing all this humanitarian work and you f- just there's a little sliver mm-hmm. in that last scene that he has seen some real tragedy you know that and he speaks a little bit about this you know the infant death rates in this village and whatnot and how that was preventable so he's got his own it's that's what's driving him and uh helen apart and now uh eric has his thing so i uh, mean i think mm-hmm. helen decatur is is in for it in season two it's good heartbreak and heartbreak <laughs> For it, Michael, I, I do want to say because you know how much of an issue I had with Ryan from the get go. <laughs> I was like convinced, convinced he was going to hurt Helen. Didn't know how, and you were winning me over because it was such you know everything between Helen and Ryan was so beautiful, and and it happened. You hurt her, but when we finally heard Ryan's story as to why he didn't want children like i got it i got it and i think one of the questions i had for you as an actor is was that a challenge for you to slip into that defense like here's why i don't want children because you came down pretty he came down pretty hard on helen like he was very definitive about it yes um it's uh thank you for that question um what a meaty question um, I actually remember that night uh, was the first night I got to meet uh, uh, Mr. Brian Musso, uh, who I think is just 
the bee's knees. And this, this guy's like so cool. Between takes, I had to run out and just like sort of glue on to Brian. He was like this sort of big brother I never had. You know, he's just a, a cool guy. But I, I remember that evening telling Cheryl Anderson, we were having a heart to heart because it was a long evening shoot. Um, and inevitably there's going to be some downtime. And I remember telling Cheryl, and this is the God's honest truth, my biggest goal in life is to be a husband and a father without question. Actor is a distant third or even fourth, uh, as much as I love it. So to speak those words into existence was was a tricky thing um, because like, not only do I not want to hurt Helen Decatur or Heather Headley, or and and finding that truth in me how i could see myself in in what it's the it's the what if you know what would the circumstances what would it take what would the circumstances be for me to completely say no not ever to something i've wanted for my whole life so that was that was a tricky thing and it's um you know how much Ryan, it's figuring out how much he would want to lean into the vulnerability of it, or does he sort of do that, like, sometimes awful masculine trait where you just sort of like, no, this is what happens. This is what I want to do. Like the sort of, do we have a problem here? Is this something we need to talk about? And you, and, and, and you can either kind of close down and then hopefully there's this little, like something that breaks open inside where he's like, here's the, here's why I can't sleep at night. And that's sort of where my convictions come from. So it's a, tri- it's a tricky scene. Um, and then having uh, Helen on the couch there, who's just completely heart open, you know, and, and then expressing, you know, this would be, this is an expression of hope and saying this, this borderline poetic, beautiful sentiments about something that Michael, the actor, wants so much. It was really a cool, one of my favorite scenes to do with her because you really, you really, you know, dug in there and got into the, the, the sort of the marrow of, of this relationship and these characters. Yeah. I'll take you back. I'll take you back. Helen, uh, sorry, Heather, every day when I got on to set, she was like, does she have that ring yet? Referring to my sweetheart. <laughs> still dating and, and so much I'm in like, love. Where but yeah. the, wait, does she have the ring yet? No. Hey. Will Heather be the first person you call though when she does? Maybe Brian uh, will. Brian's maybe, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But I got I got Brian Musso on speed dial. Which is, is we got sports See, bets. I like a good betting. So come on. We're, we're, gonna, get we're gonna watch this this Tiger Woods Phil Mickelson golf thing if that happens this oh, weekend. Brian oh, and I so we're gonna be a, you know. I wanna ask Harlan. We got the um so sorry, we got the little um promposal scene, you know, that was so cute and fun. Um, what did you think about all of that? Like, you know, how how did it feel for you also to be the one to ask, like just as CC and as an actress as well? What did you think of that? Well, I, I thought that CC would definitely be the one to ask um the, the prom question. It's clear that ties really that into her, <laughs> unfortunately. Um I, I think that that showed that CC really is um more confident and more strong than I pe- than people really give her credit for. And I don't think really think that she's not worried about what other people are going to think as far as, you know, that was obviously quite a scene that she pulled. Uh, I, I really like that scene. I think that it, it showed that CC is willing to kind of take the reins, even if Ty's <laughs> kind of 
reluctant of it uh and and that she's she's kind of coming to herself the more that she the more the season goes along i think that she really realizes that she has a voice and that was just another example of her of her really finding that mm-hmm. well i'm the can biggest time I... fan <laughs> but... can i say something real quick um yeah. Harlan, isn't norman says that this was your first right your first show right yeah. Did small things in movies, but this was my first like real. Yeah. So, like, ladies and gentlemen, first, yeah. you know what I mean? Amazing. It is Amazing. crazy. Bravo. It's like yeah. in a lot, Annalise, too. It's like the first, and it's just really, we're blessed to have them because I remember looking at them just kind of being like, no, you know what I mean? Because they came on, even their backstage etiquette was backstage, sorry, offset <laughs> etiquette was amazing. And so to know that this is like, the first I, I kind of thing that, I, mean, that? I, I really lucked out on this on this no it's not we lucked out I just think and, and no, I'm, I'm not talking about you having the first oh this is your first on the show being like oh it's it's sweet but it's the fact that you gave such a great performance you know what I mean like like you are that I mean it was you are that girl at school that you're just like Oh, why is she coming back? Oh, you know, we all had you at, in high school. We were just like, oh, she's cute. Here she comes again. You know, so you just did it really well, Harlan. And I just thought I'd take a minute for the first time. You know what I mean? For you to be yeah. saying to me that this is your first time doing this, just just know it's it's an awesome. Thank you. I mean, I, I was. And I didn't get to see it until this minute, so I was so, so fortunate that I, I really had so many incredible actors to kind of bounce off of. Like it, it really was such a talented cast and everyone was so perfect for their part. And it made it so much more comforting for me because it, it's my first thing. I was so nervous going into it, but everyone was so nice and so welcoming. And I, I owe everything I did in this, in this show to everybody else because everyone really made me feel so welcomed. And, and I, I'm very, very happy that I got this opportunity for sure. Especially my congratulations. You're great. Wow. Wow. Yes, Michael, didn't you have some thoughts on that? Because you hadn't had any scenes with Harlan, so you kind of had your own perspective. So the way that this was presented to me was my parents started without me because I I mentioned in the the last session that I've been quarantining at, at mom and dad's house in Florida for like a long time and um <laughs> but i they mentioned the character Cece, which i really i don't even think in the episode read throughs as i had missed one or two um i don't know if i even got to meet harlan the actress so the whole storyline but my parents sort of gave you this like honorable mention thing and i was like all right well let me let me see what she's got and then it wasn't until uh i mean i thought i thought you were you were crushing everything but it was really when you when that sort of like mentor mentee relationship started with Helen Decatur and then your with your sort of big bodying bullying that you did in the courtroom coming in like a bulldog and I was like this girl is going to be on a network series in six years and (laughs) buying all the drinks for the rest of us because you were (laughs) so dialed and so sharp and uh yeah you got Teach me your tricks. That's awesome. That's good. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I was just going to say, I want to know what you guys all want to see from your characters. If slash when we get a second season. We'll start, let's start with Dion. 
Well, there's, uh, you know, as I was saying earlier, there's a big crack has, has opened for, for Eric in terms of uh, his past and the healing that, that needs to happen. And, uh, and I would like to see that explored further, uh, for one, because there's stuff that he, he needs to, to get out. And, um, and I think that needs to happen uh, in order for him to properly be able to be with Helen. And, uh, and I'm really hoping that things move forward, that, that he gets together with Helen. So that's what I want to see this season. I want to see movement in that direction. I love that. Love we would love that, that as watchers, honestly. So I guess we have our fingers crossed. Michael, what do you want to see from your character in season two? Uh, more time off screen with Brian Musso. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I really want. Oh uh, I I don't know. I I mean, we uh, we've all um, uh, or the 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 viewers of After Buzz have all seen the writers and there and have witnessed throughout the course of the season their willingness to kind of dive deep and, and dig into these creative ideas and deep character work. Um, so I, I am totally at their mercy. Uh, and I'm just hoping that Ryan doesn't stay in Africa doing humanitarian stuff. And he does find his way back to serenity in some regard. And um, uh, it'd be neat if his, if, if he had sort of a, sort of an opening and, and, uh, what is that? It's the the you see the light moving in and through Eric, and Ryan hasn't been cracked open enough yet to let that light shine through. Uh, so it would be, uh, however that looks. That's what uh, that's what I'd like to see. And just to spend another uh, two or three months with this entire cast would be a dream. Yeah. Aw, how about you, Miss um, Decatur? <laughs> Heather, what would you like to see more of from Helen in uh, season two? Oh, goodness. Um, there's, there's a lot to do for Helen. Um, there's a lot to talk about the past, you know, her parents and why she's back in serenity, uh, why she stayed, why she came home, why she stayed. Um, uh, there is her entrepreneurial exploits and how that's gonna, you know, she's got to uh, be there for Maddie and Dana Sue. And so there's all that. But I think Helen, as she says in those final episodes, you know, her deal is to get drunk and pregnant. Um, in that, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> well, gotta do what you gotta do, girl. I gotta, gotta get drunk and pregnant. And I think she's at a, a at that age where she's starting to feel very um, desperate. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I said to somebody the other day that that Helen, you know, there was a, my favorite one of my favorite Whitney Houston songs is "Run to You," and I feel like it's the the theme song for Helen. It's "Run to You." It's um, can you sing? Can you sing a bit of that? <laughs> Please, we need it. <laughs> It's Let's just do a, a strong 16 <laughs> bars real quick. <laughs> but no, I, I do. I think, um, I think where other people want to open the door and hear quiet, you know, Helen wants to open the door and hear noise. She wants to open the door and have somebody there. She wants to open the door and hear kids running around. 
and as, as successful as she is, as smart and as bright as she is, she's, um, she's missing so much. You know, she's missing love from a man, love from a child. And she, she yearns for that and craves it. And so it's gonna be interesting to see if, um, what that calling is, if she can have a kid, if it's an adoption, if it's a pregnancy. You know, and then, and then, so there's all of that, you know, all of that stuff. And then just Helen being up in everybody's business. And she's, she's, she's got to take care of Peggy. And uh, what's that other one's name? Mary Vaughn. Mary Vaughn. That scene with you and Peggy in the last, oh my gosh, where she touches your hand. She's all like, oh, I'm like, Peggy, get out of here. Get out of here, Peggy. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, but you always have those girls, right? That you had the fight with and nobody ever cleared it up. And for some, and you just don't remember why you don't like them. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? You're just like, why, why don't, why don't we get along again? I don't even remember, but you know. And so, um, so it, it I, I love, Mary Vaughn is just like, she's, you know, I'd be Mary, yeah, she's fun. But I think, I think Helen has a lot to go through and, and deal with and, a lot more breaking, I'm sure, to learn, and a, a lot more growing up, you know, growing, and um, it'll it, it'll be fun. She'll she'll have a we'll have a good time. Oh, Y'all come on back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harlan, what were your thoughts on you know how you want to show up in season two, and when that does happen, because we're all believing for it. Is there anything different or? something else that you want to add to your character now that you kind of see how season one went? Well, I, I think that I, I really want Cece's vulnerable side to really show because, you know, it, it, it did a little bit in season one, but I, I think I really want to explore that. I think that the, the bully or the mean girl, they're such interesting characters for an actor to play because you really have to think, okay, why are they acting like this? Every bully or mean person that you know, there's a reason why they act the way they do. And most of it is from insecurities and, and sadness. And I think that it's going to be really um, cool to see how Cece grows and, and her relationship with Helen also. I really want to explore that more because I think that Helen brings out a strength in Cece, but also brings out that vulnerable side and also you know, really makes her realize her worth. So I, I hope that that continues. And as far as anything else that I, I, I think I'm going to figure that out as I go along, like I did with season one, I, I think that I, I'm trying to get to know Cece too, like everybody else. So I, I hope that we see her vulnerable and uh, sensitive side come out a little bit more. Yeah, if Ty gets recruited, then you're going to be a wag, wag some girl from the sports <laughs> stars. <laughs> Joe's hosting our show with us. We asked her to help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, I know your 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 opinions on Cece are shifting every now and then. I, <laughs> I hope that I can I can make yeah, it. Yeah, you already persuade, persuaded me a while ago, but I'm just like mm, almost there, almost there. I'm almost on Team Cece. <laughs> I persuade a lot of people on Cece. I have a feeling, but fun. I love it. And you know, you, you guys brought up some really great points, and I appreciate you guys letting us in. Um, and I just, you know, I love the way. Um, Heather and Harlan, you guys got to work together. And, you know, Heather, you've been in this game for a while and Harlan's kind of new. So I love how you were able to kind of 
mentor her a little bit. And I'm sure that that was really fun behind the scenes to kind of just work together and maybe run lines and things like that. The dynamic of, of, of um, Cece and Helen, her kind of looking up to her in a way. I mean, I definitely, as an actor, I look up to, I, I look up to, to Heather. I mean, it's, it's really, it's hard not to, but um, I, I think that that dynamic really showed uh, on screen the, the kind of the role model-esque type vibe that we had going on. So yeah, I, I, I hope that that gets explored more often because I think that that's such an important storyline. Mm -hmm. For both characters yeah in real life and on the show right. <laughs> absolutely i know it was it was it really was a pleasure for all of us to just be around each other and and i think you know it's always symbiotic because you learn you learn from people as well just because you know we've been in the game doesn't mean that that learning has to continue and right. so you see different ways of of like you know somebody like carlin coming in and you're kind of like oh that's that's a nice Maybe I'll, let me write that down. <laughs> I'll go practice that in the mirror. <laughs> practice that at home. You know what I mean? So it's, it's great because you, you do that. And I, I think she, what she said was just really um, so spot on that you, the bully needs to be addressed and the bully needs to be dealt with to some extent. And the bully needs to stop. But the bully also, that comes from somewhere. And I think one of those beautiful scenes is, is with her dad. You know, when he's just kind of like, get back. What are you doing? You're supposed to take care of your kids, your, your brother and sister. She has no time for this. This is what we do. We don't go to college. And you hear just from that little scene, you just know so much about this child. And, and so many kids deal with that. You know what I mean? They come to school looking cute and they give that attitude and they want to bring everybody down. But at home, there's all this stuff going on, you know, and we just have to look back. So I, I, I think she brought such a beautiful you know and, and 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 i think everything harlan did there was this this kind of smirk to it but you you could see behind there was just this you know this pain and then when the father shows up you're like oh this is what's going on so so i i don't know we learn we we all learned you know from each other and um it, it really was a great experience and i'm just honored and blessed and humbled and and just kind of in complete shock and awe as they say that that um you know, we hoped for this. We hoped that it would be like this, but you know, it. You just, you know, I. It's beyond me. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. That and that everybody gets to see these amazing people that I get to hang with. You know, yeah, and eat a lot of pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And you know, we've gotten the same feedback from your other cast members. We've been talking to them all day, and Norman's really proud of the choices he made. And you know, him and Kelly Williams bringing you all on board, the synergy and, you know, everybody just has wonderful things to say about the characters on and off the screen. And we've really enjoyed that so much. And even for you guys to come back for the reunion and kind of just wrap up some of these ideas for us. I know you guys watching at home are loving this, you know, maybe season two isn't here this very second, but we're still getting something from you guys. Cause I think the fans already miss you. They miss you as people, they miss Serenity. Um, so has anybody gotten any touching, tear jerking or amazing DMs or something that showed you that your character really has shifted the mindset of a watcher? Oh, yeah. I got a, a direct message from a, a person who in their past served as, a, as an EMS. And in the episode when, when uh, Eric 
uh, assists Noreen with her with her pregnancy and then has the, the breakdown right after and then goes to the PTSD support group. This person was like, I, I, I know that. I know that. I know that so well. I had to leave the profession because of my own trauma. So thank you. The, the detail, how you attended to, to Dana Sue when, when she collapsed, um, that's, that's so like um, point perfect to, to, to what we do. And it's not often represented that well on, on, on television. So thank you. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, I hope you don't. Are you OK if I if I share this with our, our showrunner and executive director, Cheryl Anderson and, and, and the writing team? I'm, I'm sure that they would love it. And this person was like, absolutely, please, please pass on. So I was just like, that's because that was something that we we uh, worked really hard to make real and and authentic and, and to know that someone out there watching this show is being seen. And, and that's just for my character, so many people on so many levels with so many characters are, are finding their story being told. And uh, that's, a, that's an amazing, an amazing thing to, to be a part of contributing to that. Gosh, that is so powerful. And thank you for sharing that. We need to hear things like that. Um, gosh, we really could talk to you guys so much more and get more, but we are running out of time. But before we get out of here, we just wanted a few words for you guys to shout out to the fans. So maybe Harlan, we'll start with you. Just a few things, just shout out and some love to the fans that are watching. Well, I mean, I'm very, very humbled and I, I thank everyone for watching. It's, it's something so cool that when you work hard on everything and you see how hard everybody else works and then people get to see it and they enjoy it. It's like the coolest feeling that, and I've never felt anything like that before. And, and seeing how people are reacting to this, is just, you know, it, it's really feeding my fire and I hope it's doing the same thing for everybody else. So I hope there's a season two to, to give people because I know they want it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love it. Michael, what would you say to your fans, all the fans of Sweet Megalia? Uh, give Ryan a chance, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, uh, tell, uh, tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone about this show, because uh, I think this is, uh, fits right into what we're craving right now, which is a sense of community, uh, a sense of, of people, people being their best selves, or at least striving to be and helping one another. And I think that um, as sad as things can, or as scary as things can be in the world right now, this is a balm for the soul. So thanks for watching. Yes, Dion, what would you say to the fans? Uh, thank you for, for, for watching. I mean, you can, we can put all of this together and, and put it out there, but if, if nobody watches it, uh, you know, it doesn't, uh, doesn't mean anything. And and it's really you, the audience, who have chosen this this story and chosen to spend the time with us. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I hope uh, I hope we can come back and and continue the journey and keep telling these stories. Yes, so. absolutely. Thank you guys so much for that. And last but not least, Heather, what would you say to all of the fans out there? Oh goodness, there are thousands of shows on Netflix. I know this because I've gone through most of them in during this <laughs> at this um, point. Yeah, there are thousands of shows and the fact that you have chosen ours and that many of you have chosen ours, um, it doesn't make us say, oh, we're so, it humbles us greatly. And um, we, are, we are beyond humbled. I always tell people like when we're on stage, you know, we bow and people have, have 
taken the bow, I think, wrongly. You know, it's not, oh, you came to see me. It's more, I am humbled by, by you. You know, in, in Asia, when they bow, it's because of humility. And so I take my bow <laughs> to <laughs> all the fans um, in humility and just say, thank you, thank you for um, watching it. And not just for watching it, but for loving it and for coming along for the ride. And just know that we didn't know last year when we were doing this, that this would be our world, you know. And I have had great um, admiration for our essential workers and for everybody on the front line and the EMS workers and everybody who's doing this and, um, and all of us who are home. And the fact that, the fact that this is my way of having, our way of having boots on the ground to entertain you and to make you laugh and to make you maybe cry or wonder which team you're on is the greatest honor and gift that we can give, you know, because we didn't know this going in last year, but we're just so, um, I'm so honored to be able to say, this was, this is my way of helping the situation. You know what I mean? Until we can all come out again. So just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, know that we are, so grateful and just so so humble so thank you <laughs> oh my goodness you guys all take a bow and my how things can change in one year this has been so great 